City, the podcast for literally everybody. I am sitting here with my co-host, Cody Peterson. I am Bo Bennett. I am in emotional turmoil, so please make do. Sick. I'm Cody. I'm feeling great. Oh, yeah, I've never dude. felt more alive. Yeah, that makes me feel so much better. <laughs> do you want to get into it? What's <laughs> going on? Dude, I, I yeah, we can get into it a little bit. Like... How can I say this? Let's put it this way. Um, I fell in love Woo-hoo. with a woman. Ow. And through that relationship, I have now found that uh, I am in a situation that I was told about and she was very open and honest about. And now it is causing me pure emotional distress but that's okay i'm gonna get through it (laughs) and everything's gonna be okay i'm just i'm just gonna move my camera a little bit yeah um yeah what can you do dude sometimes you find yourself in these situations and you just gotta kind of for lack of a better term just like pull up your what your bootstraps and just yeah you gotta ben shapiro it you gotta ben shapiro it <laughs> you gotta make do with what you got rarely do i take ben, ben shapiro's advice but in this circumstance you know i have to so ben if you're out there give me a call you're, you're my only savior i disagree with you on literally everything you're the worst person i've ever met yeah, and I hope bad things for you and your family. But if you could help me through this, that would be great. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I did make my bed, um, nice. so Jordan Peterson, if you want to talk, I've already done the things you're going to tell me to do. All right, so I need bed. Room is clean. <laughs> Thanks, man. Supposedly, my sh- I bought sheets that were one size too small for my bed, so now I have to do my sheets and my bed every day because I ripped the sheet off of my like the the. <laughs> What is it called? The mattress cover off of my bed every single morning. Oh, so basically, fuck. I sleep like 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 I sleep like a crackhead on like a dirty mattress. You're waking up with the creases in your face of your mattress every morning. Oh yeah, that happens. Yeah, yeah. just like lines, lines like a tree. You know, you can tell how old I am by all the creases on me. fuck man dude if you still haven't understood what's going on with Bo it's pretty much like a Scott Pilgrim sort of thing you know he's got a he's got some uh, uh, barriers to break through for this relationship and here's the main problem you want to know the really big problem yeah is that normally I would just go wow this situation is way too hard bye (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like like i've been in situations like this before and i've been like oh wow this seems like something you should do by yourself goodbye you know i'm that type of guy i'm really good at goodbyes i say goodbye to everybody all the time i tap out but unfortunately i think i'm genuinely in love and oh. i can't do it and it's right. fucking and it fucking sucks because um I can't, I can't, I can't leave her hanging like that, dude. Is this getting too serious? This podcast is this podcast no, this getting is great. too serious? It's going to come out okay. around Valentine's Day, so it's either we talk about the Super Bowl 
and we just assume who's going to play or we just talk about love. <laughs> so this works well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And here's the thing, like, I have nothing to be angry at anybody about. Like, she was completely honest and truthful with me about the entire situation. It's just now I have crippling anxiety about the whole thing, you know? So mm-hmm. what, what am I going to do? I just have to kind of, like, deal with... I just kind of got to... We got to get through it. Yeah. Um, and hopefully, hopefully we will. You got any questions? I, yeah, well... I'm just going to take a hypothesis and what's going on. I don't know the full details, but I'm assuming there's a man named Borak that is hired to come and kill you. And you're on the run from this big Albanian no. guy. No, okay. No, 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 no. It's nothing like that. I actually am not involved at all. I just worry uh, so much for the person who is involved that, um, you know, that I don't want anything bad to happen to her, you know. But yeah, no. no essentially, there is a man. Essentially, there is a man named Borak, and he's big. He's Russian. He's fat. He's ugly. He does a lot of heroin, and yeah, he's he's a fucked up guy. But here's the good thing, and here's the mm-hmm. positive. And I like to I like to stay on the positive side. I don't know, know if you'd know this about me, Cody, but I, I am not a negative person whatsoever. I never trash anybody. I never say anything bad about anybody. Famously, this show has never trashed anybody or anything. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here's the good thing. Here's the good thing. I I met somebody that I've never clicked. I've never clicked with anybody like I click with this person, you know? Mm -hmm. That's the positives. She's fucking amazing. Like, she's incredible, right? Mm -hmm. In every single facet of the word incredible, she is incredible. Um, I need to be a little bit more secure in myself and I need to be a little bit more mature, you know, like yesterday she told me she was going to do something and I got angry at her instead of like listening to her and telling her my opinion. And like for those kids out there listening to this, it's not okay to just get angry at people when they bring something up, you know, especially something that doesn't really have to do with you. Right. So I'm doing, I'm making mistakes. I'm learning. And I think I'm going to come out of this a better person nice. with, with a cool, amazing girlfriend. And so that's a nice. good thing. Cool. That's dope, dude. I like this positive. Energy. Or, <laughs> or we will record a podcast in three weeks and I will cry the whole time. Either way, yeah. either way, the, the, the studs are getting amazing content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or we'll do an episode with Bo's severed fucking head. <laughs> Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> Co- Cody will Cody will come out onto the podcast and he'll be like the 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 YouTube title will be Stud City, the final podcast, and Cody will just be <laughs> here by himself, and he'll be like, um, "I've started a GoFundMe <laughs> <laughs> to cover the funeral costs, and I just want everybody to know that Bo was a good person, and I know he said some crazy shit on this podcast." <laughs> But deep down, he was a good person. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm not going to die, guys. So don't worry about it. I'm going to stay alive. Everything's going to be okay. (laughs) That's a pretty good good what's fucked up with you story. 
Oh, man. You know what? I'm Scott Pilgrim, and I'm going to get through this one step at a time. Speaking of Scott P- Pilgrim, I- yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been in any like crazy situations in a relationship that just left you feeling not just horrible, but like can't get out of a bed horrible? Oh, man. I was just like a beta loser for like a long time where like <laughs> it would be awful. It'd be like um, a girl would want to like uh, it wasn't like um like anything terrible, like like a Scott Pilgrim situation. It was just kind of like my own demise and my own like shutting a girl down when I just like have to make the easiest move just because I had like a lot of self-doubt, <laughs> you know what I mean? And low self-esteem. Yeah. Like, you know, like in my bed, ready. And I'm just like, okay, good night. Bye. Or, oh, I got to go home. Bye. <laughs> just like shit like that. And yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. why would you do that? And they just like, you know, you, you blow the whole relationship that you had in your mind. Um, that's the kind of thing I'm going with. It's not like, you know, um, it's never been like a girl's brother or a girl's like ex-boyfriend has tried to kill me or shit like that. Um, but guy, I have to say this: nobody is trying to kill me. <laughs> nobody is. No, no, no. I'm no. completely safe. I'm just nobody. taking it. I'm just uh, running with what uh, vague details Bo has given me, and just making it the worst. Yeah, I can definitely, I can definitely give you more details after the podcast. But yeah. um, one, co- one time, anyways, I, uh, one time I called a girl's dad gay, and he almost killed me. We were like driving. Real? Why did you call him gay? <laughs> it was like why, why, <laughs> why would you call somebody's dad gay? I mean, clearly they're not gay if they have a child that was birthed from sex with a woman. Okay. So <laughs> in high school, um, I was like dating this like really religious girl and uh, she like invited me to come to church with her one time and I was like yeah sure and then after church her and her family were like hey we're gonna drive to another city and like spend a day there and like watch a movie or go get Chinese food or whatever you want to come with and I was like yeah sure and her dad just kept making jokes the entire time on the drive like um, oh yeah I hang out with my other girlfriend or oh, I did this with my other girlfriend, just, like, making fun of, like, his wife, but, like, clearly didn't have another girlfriend. And then on the drive back, um, and I'm just sitting totally quiet, and on the drive back, the mom goes, oh, yeah, I'm going to spend some time with my other boyfriend. And then the girl I was with is like, oh, my God, you sound like dad. And I just said, boyfriend? And then like the mom and the girl like laugh super hard but then the dad's driving and he takes his eyes completely off the road and just glares at me and then he goes and i not kidding he goes i'm a homophobe <laughs> it's like who admits to that who like you know what i mean <laughs> that was a fucked up one so yeah. i i pieced out of that most one people hide quick. behind a veil of not being homophobes yeah right yeah that's no good what's the dumbest reason you've ever broke yeah yeah (laughs) what was the question what's the dumbest reason being a homophobe what's i was what's the dumbest reason you've ever broken up with a girl 
I'm not too sure because I'm usually the one getting dumped. And it's usually like reasons like no. I'm not mature enough or we should no. be friends or is your friend single? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't really think of a good one. How about you? Do you have a really good reason for dumping? Someone? Okay. I've never been, I, I, I've dumped people for stupid reasons, but I can't really remember them off the top of my head. But one time I got dumped for, a pretty funny reason. Actually, I don't know for sure if this is why I got dumped. I think it was a bit of the straw that broke the camel's back. But I used to have a... I think I've told you this privately, not on the podcast before, but I used to have a dried meat collection in my room. <laughs> so I cured and dried meats just in case I got hungry, you know. I would go into, I would go into my little drawer. I'd pull out a pepperoni stick or whatever. And occasionally I would half eat things and throw it in there. You know, so I'd have eat a pepperoni stick. <laughs> Happy and jerky and shit. Yeah, yeah. But like sometimes like I just in would a never in your bedroom, right? Exactly. And oh so my God. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So so what would happen is that I would get hankerings for different types of dried meat throughout the day. So I had at this point a lot of half eaten dried meats in this special drawer where i kept my cured meat in my room and one time a girl was at my place and she was looking for like a big t-shirt to wear mm -hmm. or whatever and she found my dried meat yeah, drawer uh, with like just half paper. eaten yeah just like half eaten beef jerky and she's like what the fuck is this and you know it's a hard thing to cop to right and so i just denied it I was just like, "What? Oh, who's been keeping their <laughs> who's been keeping their dried meat in my drawer? Like that's disgusting, and it's all half eaten and stuff." And then, <laughs> so it's like, the oh no, I left the window open. Somebody came <laughs> in here and dropped off all this dried sausage. Who? Yeah. Who would have done this? <laughs> yeah, and, and then I like, um, and then I like, uh, like kind of and i hate to say that i did this because obviously i try and be a more evolved person i was 20 years old at the time but i kind of gaslit her a little bit i was like um did you put this dried meat in my drawer is this you you know like what the fuck <laughs> yeah yeah and uh and so that the next the next day she uh she called me and she broke up with me and i was like uh the final thing i said to her was i was like is it because of the the dried meat mm. and she was like mm. there's like a long pause and she was just like you know bo maybe some other time we could talk about this and then we hung up the phone and i never spoke to her again oh my god <laughs> <laughs> how long did you did you okay so after this girl dumped you for your dried meat in your bedroom drawer did you d get rid of it did you figure out another spot for it did you just rock it for another couple of years no, I thought that the, that the worst had happened, and so I I I rocked the dry meat drawer for at least another couple more years. You got to see, it was not. Listen, I had a kitchen. Okay, the dry meat drawer was because I lived with my two cousins, and so I didn't want them getting at my dried meat. You know, that's my special meat that I kept yeah. there. That's not and so. Yeah, I just thought like I'll just keep it in my drawer. You know, it was innocent enough, but it had lasting effects on my life you know because i 
got dumped. Like I, we, by the way, it's not like we were dating for two weeks. We've been seeing each other for six months. Oh my God. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it really like, I was like, man, dude. And you know what? It really opened my eyes up to the fact, like if you're going to be with somebody, they got to kind of accept you for who you are, like right in that moment, you know, because if they don't, if they can't get over like a little dried meat in a drawer, like they don't want to know about the other disgusting shit I do, you know. Like we've talked yeah. about how we test testers, how I test myself for COVID every morning. You yeah. know, I dirty itch Santa. my butt and I smell it. Yeah, <laughs> I do a little itch up my butt and then I smell it and I go, okay, I'm good to go. You know, yeah. and it and works. I had to work too. Yeah, um, exactly. You give it a little lick. So yeah, exactly. My fiance, uh, her and I you know just totally clicked and we've uh been through a lot and it's really nice i'm i appreciate her but i know what you mean like when you find somebody that kind of puts up with all your weirdness it's like not everybody would not everybody would put up with my bullshit of like listening to me walk around the house in the morning listening to macho man by the village people like at max volume and also just singing yeah. to myself hot sauce community college since 1903 not everybody would think that's weird as fuck <laughs> yeah 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 you really gotta find a girl like especially when you're in our situation where let's face it we have issues upon issues you really gotta find a girl that's cool with the fact that like you know sometimes well you know for instance like I have some weird habits, you know, I got some weird habits. Like sometimes I like to not go to the bathroom and just piss in like a water bottle, you know, and just keep it next to the bed. And supposedly that's a sign of mental illness, but I think it's just convenient, you know, like I don't have to walk all the way to the washroom and then I just dump it in the morning. I don't see what the big deal is, but you, but a girl comes over and she sees like bottles and bottles, like Gatorade bottles filled with your piss. And all of a sudden she thinks that you're crazy, you know, and, and it's hard to explain what I just explained to them in the moment. Right. Because you're upset that you're being judged mm-hmm. and you just want to be like, well, you know, you fucking, you only do laundry once a month. You know, you kind of want to throw it back in their face. And so I don't know. You got to find a girl that, you know, lets you keep dried meat in your drawer, lets you piss in bottles and keep them around the house. You just got to find that girl that's perfect for you, you know? Yeah. And I really do feel like I found her. And that's what's so important to me. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Even do you though actually, she's making man, my life. Are you like Howard Hughes? Are you actually? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm just joking. I don't do that. It's it's, but I, if I had a bigger house, I would. But the bathroom is like three <laughs> steps away from my room. <laughs> You can just stand on top of your bed. <laughs> yeah, if I was even even just a notch more successful than I am right now, I would be pissing in jugs. Yeah, but there's no need because <laughs> literally my house is my room, a bathroom, and like a little area to like sit and fester. <laughs> it's pathetic. It's pathetic. It's truly, truly pathetic, dude. Um, nice. Anyways, is, is there anything going on in the world that we should be talking about? Well, you grew a beard. You had a mustache. Now you have a beard. Are you going to have glasses? Now, here's the thing. Bo wears contacts. And I feel like, you know, sometimes people that wear contacts are ashamed of who they are. Why don't you just open up and put on the specs that God wants you to wear? Let me be completely truthful, because we had a little bit of a Twitter controversy about a tweet that we twatted. 
<laughs> and uh, one person took offense to it. Yeah, we twatted a tweet. Um, I was joking. I don't wear contacts. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, cool. that's I, fish. And then what you what you might think is that I have great vision, right? Yeah. No, I can't see anything. I just <laughs> live my life. <laughs> <laughs> sort, sort of blind i have untreated blindness essentially like i can't oh, read anything far. that's more than like four feet away from my face yeah <laughs> i just too, i've had glasses in the past i'm just too lazy to replace them so i just live a little bit blind and that's okay yeah i'm I mean, like i think we're I'm learning blind what were you saying yeah I, I said i think we're learning a little bit about uh how fucked up i am <laughs> <laughs> a little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is gonna go out into the world, dude. This is gonna go out into the world. Yeah, um, this rock. How blind are you? What's you, what's dude, your hella, prescription, bro? I can, I don't I don't know what the numbers are, but I literally can only see things that are like six inches in front of me. Like anything further, it's just fuzz like i can like read a like a book if i hold it really close like perfectly anything else is gone yeah. and i guess what man okay guess how old i was when i first got my first pair of glasses i literally couldn't see six inches past my face guess how long it took me for to get glasses let me think you were seven nine nine years old dude how do you think glasses change the way that you operate in life do people assume that you're smarter than you actually are hell yeah absolutely and people just uh, will uh, like a uh, told you for jobs and shit to be like oh cody can edit uh, a fucking wikipedia page no i can't don't ask me to do that um exactly dude yeah but dude 10 like nine years old first got my pair of glasses and it was like honestly like watching hd for the first time in my life and um and i got braces on the same fucking day so you can imagine how cool i was rolling up the school coming back on a weekend with braces and glasses that was a uh, pretty hella tight well, yeah, that is brutal dude you know elementary school Elementary school is like the most brutal place in the entire world. It's more brutal than like, um, like, prison. uh, like Saudi. Yeah. Like San Quentin prison, you know, Get like, home. uh, I remember once I was lining. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember <laughs> once I was lining up to go to, go to an assembly and there was all these popular pretty girls. This is in grade five and they were chatting and stuff. And I just heard one of the girls go, Oh my God, look at Bo. He doesn't have a neck. <gasps> Whoa! What a <laughs> that's horrible. And and I just pretended I didn't hear them. I just was like, <laughs> and then literally fell into a depression for two weeks. It was brutal, dude. One time, me and Skyline, one time, me and Skyline, we we asked these twins on a date. Um, let's call them Brianna and Brianna. They had similar names. And we took them to the dance, <laughs> yeah. and then all of a sudden we just couldn't find them, and then they were just getting finger banged in the washrooms by two different dudes. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Wait, what grade was this? Middle school? 
This was a uh, grade seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. Middle school is fucked yeah. too. Dude. You think that all this shit's going to end when you get older, and it fucking doesn't. Like, you think that you're going to be this more evolved person. I'm fucking 27 years old, and I still have moments in my life where I literally full body cringe about the way that I acted. Um, I remember a few years back, like when I was 23, 24, I went on a date with this girl, and in my head, it was going great. Mm -hmm. Right? And at the end of the date, I offered to walk her home, and she was like, no, 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 no. No, no, Whoa. and just walked away, and then didn't return my text. Yeah. Oh Jesus! <laughs> and I literally, th- I was like, "This is going great. She's lovely," you know. And yeah. I guess I had just uh, completely alienated myself. Wow, <sighs> oh, man, my life is hell. My life is hell, dude. It's funny you say Nobody that because like. I was thinking about past dates I've had, and kind of like speaking what I was, how I was earlier like it would be like okay bye and i'd like give them like a handshake or dap them up and then i would just leave like they might have been like leaning in for a kiss too and i just fucking walk away you know what i mean yeah That's the kind of dude I yeah was. that'll happen too yeah that'll happen too or when you like have a huge crush on a girl and then years later you see her see her at a mutual friends party and you're like you know i had like a huge crush on you in high school and they're like me too and you're like hey we should Go out sometime. And they're like, no, I've been in a relationship for four years with a way better looking, <laughs> cooler guy. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? You could be living in my shitty apartment eating macaroni and cheese right now. But instead, you got a boyfriend who's an engineer. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Do you ever get you know? that where it's like on Facebook memories where it's like, <laughs> you'll see a post from a girl and it's like, Cody, I literally have a crush on you. And it's like from 10 years ago. And it, it's like, just now you clued in like they couldn't have given you like a bigger <laughs> hint you're like oh <laughs> fuck oh man man dude being a kid is just fucking brutal dude it's yeah. just brutal man i was thinking being about a kid is brutal night. being it a- yeah i was thinking about this one last night about brutal kid- being a kid yeah i was in middle school and i have like i still do have like a collection of just hats like i just buy hats or hats are given to me and i remember this kid came up to me one day and he goes hey why do you um try to have your hat match your t-shirt that you're wearing and like i didn't know how to respond right now i'd respond like obviously i'm trying to be swagged out but then i was just like how can somebody point that out to me? <laughs> like my brain just like short fuse or whatever. And I just, it bothered me. Yeah. Yeah. Once. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean, I remember this kid came up to me once. Yeah. 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 Totally dude. I remember this kid came up to me once and he said, uh, Hey, do you like the band, the waning Warners? <laughs> and me, me trying to fit in. I said, yeah, of course. I love, th- I love their stuff. I have their CD at home. I told this whole story. And then there's a long pause, and he was like, and this is in front of a bunch of people. He was like, they're not even a band, you poser. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I was such a poser. And that that broke my heart, dude. <laughs> that broke my goddamn heart. Yeah, was I think that, I was a poser, too. Oh, yeah. Was skateboarding big in your schools? Because it was huge when I lived on Vancouver Island. And like I wore sk- so much skate merch, I'd hang out at skateboard shops, and like I think I skateboarded for maybe five minutes in total. 
Or you used to skate. Dude, I was just... Yeah, I skated a little bit, but for like the first two years I skated, it was just a piece of wood I walked around with to look cool. <laughs> Would you just grind yeah. it on? <laughs> like, try and shred it up? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, try and look like I've been doing ollies and shit and fucking yeah. kickflips and backside 180s and all this shit. Yeah, <laughs> just watching Rodney Mullen videos that I downloaded on LimeWire and being like, that's the dude, man. That's the dude. Or fucking, um, what else did you download on LimeWire? Oh, you would download uh, Dragon Ball Z compilations. <laughs> nice. And and uh, and every compilation was to that song. Um, Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Suffocation. No breathing. Yeah, that fucking song is killer, dude. Yeah. Yo, you get all pumped up. Goku, like, powering up to Super Saiyan, listening to that shit as he fucks Frieza up. And you just be like, oh, my God, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me, dude. <laughs> yeah. um, when I was on LimeWire, it was mostly Chappelle show and um, clips from Austin Powers. Yeah, baby. Can you do any <laughs> Austin Powers impressions? Um no <laughs> i do I, like the one austin powers clip i love so fucking much is from uh golden gold member is their uh cover of that jay-z song um oh yeah hard knock it's life. a hard knock life yeah yeah i got my rizzo in my bizzo in my little mini me or doctor <laughs> well doctor evil is just like this you just do a lauren michaels impression and you go <laughs> Okay, I'm Dr. Evil. I'm here to fuck you in the ass, okay? I'm here to put my penis inside of your butt, okay? That's what I do, okay? My favorite line from any Austin Powers movie, I think it's from the second one. It's when he's about to make love to, I think her name's Hilda or something, the Russian lady. Oh, yeah. And it's all like it's all like hip-hop themed, and, and he pours out a little bit of his liquor, and he goes, one for me and one for the homies. <laughs> That's a good one. Dude, did you know Dude, okay, Austin Powers when we go to LA, there's an Austin Powers bar. I don't know if it survived COVID, but we No. Yeah, I think it's Are you in serious? Glendale. Yeah. It's called the Electric Pussy Cat. Oh, I, I, I can't go to Glendale. Oh, okay. Why? Sorry. Yeah, I'm I'm wrapped well, I'm wrapped up in some Armenian gang shit over there no. you know i have people cool. on my side but i also have people against me so no i can go to glendale i'm just kidding i'm a good you know boy. what neighborhood in la i found that i'm very welcome at crenshaw everybody really? there just fucks with me hard it's a very lovely I place i um, like crenshaw i that's where the um what is it called the the statue with all the things on it the mosaic statue i forget what it's called i don't know that one do you know what i'm talking about yeah you know I what know, forget about it i know uh usc i, I hung around there get some cheap frozen that's the college USC. right yep they have a robert zemeckis why are you hang really dedicated yeah. to robert zemeckis yeah it's some film program like but why was i there i was seeing um an la yeah. rams game like two years ago Oh, I wanted to talk to you about this. You're an L.A. Rams fan. Yeah. Oh, my God. Life rocks sometimes. Why? Okay. So when I was like... Are you wearing the hat? No, I'm wearing a Canucks hat. Um, I was wearing... A, okay. I, have a, I was, was wearing this to the grocery store, Rams face mask. Um, but why I chose them is, I think, 
it was around uh, 2001, I guess. Uh, I started cheering for the St. Louis Rams just because they were like a good team at the time. They're fun to watch. They had like um, a sick lines with um, uh, Kurt Warner, Marshall Falk, um, like those dudes, Isaac Bruce. And yeah. I was like, cool, like middle America football team. I fucks with them. And then they moved to L.A. and then they got really good. And I'm like, this is sick. If I ever move to L.A., I'm just getting season tickets for them. So, you know, I'm not going to cheer for the L.A. Kings. I don't know if I'll cheer for, like, the Clippers or the Lakers super hard. I'll never cheer for the Dodgers. But it's nice to have at least a football team down there for me. Why not the Dodgers? What's wrong with the Dodgers? I don't don't fuck with the Dodgers, man. I'm either, like, Mariners or Blue Jays or Red Sox. Like, that's enough baseball teams for me. Or Cardinals, too. I went to a Seattle... Mariners game in Blue Jays gear, and everybody was so nice to me. Although, were um, any like the oh, army though, where it's all the Canadians go down there? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh. Um. Although something interesting did happen after the game, we were um, I was with my ex girlfriend Allison, and we were walking to go get a beer at this like outdoor patio place, mm-hmm. and a guy walked by me and said, "Holy shit! Look, it's Phil Kessel." and that shit cut deep dude that shit cut deep man you do not want to be fucking you do not want to be compared to phil kessel he is known as the ugliest person in the nhl like what the fuck was that all about yeah and and for the rest of the trip like I was going to say my sister's boyfriend actually looks like Phil Castle and I called him out on it once and I like just broke him. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's the effect. That you know, and f- <laughs> yeah. And for the rest of the trip, like we were there for three days. I was just like, I don't look like Phil Castle, right? Mm-hmm. She'd be like, no, 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 you don't. Like three minutes later, talk about some other shit. I'd be like, yeah, but really like, it's actually like not even, a, it's not even a thing, you know? And it just like, it just, it just literally took over our whole trip that this guy said this about me. <laughs> and the thing that was fucked up about it is like, normally you would try and point out their bad qualities physically, but they were all like six foot two, super handsome, really well adjusted looking, clearly like businessmen, good looking guys that would like beat the shit out of me in 10 seconds. So I just had to like eat it. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. I suck, hate that dude. strength and numbers. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. That's the most embarrassing shit, man, when you get like fucking sunned and then you can't even do anything about it because like they're just gonna beat you up. Yeah. Hate that shit, man. I yeah, hate bullies. Yeah. I hate bullies. Cody, I hate bullies. I don't like when people <laughs> bully me. same i got bullied so hard as a kid and people are like couldn't you just sit on a bully and i'd be like no i i don't resort to that i don't resort to sitting on a boy (laughs) (laughs) one time uh i was in la with avin and avin is fairly famous and uh, he has like fan accounts that repost his Instagram stories and shit. And one of them, I was with him. So I was in a bunch of his Instagram stories. 
and somebody had posted on their main page of Instagram, like Avin with his friend, Bo, or, or Avin with his friend. And somebody commented underneath it, like, who is that guy? And then the person who posted the picture wrote underneath it. And they, they said, that's Avin's fat, funny friend, Bo. <laughs> and, just, and so i texted Av, i so i texted avin about it and i was like what the fuck is going on here i'm gonna respond to this you know and everyone's like don't they're like 14 year old girls and i was like no fuck that so i just i i told avin about a couple of things i was thinking of saying he was like you can't say that you can't say that don't say that don't do that and so finally i came up with what i was gonna say which was that um, I just posted right underneath it. I said, um, actually, I'm, I'm not that fat. <laughs> you just gaslit them. <laughs> <laughs> I just said, I was just like, I'm actually not that fat. And they were all like, no, you look pretty fat. And I was like, nope, 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 nope. I'm not fat. You guys oh are fat. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm was... fat, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's the camera. Evans used to be on camera, so he has like angles and stuff. Evans actually way fatter than I am. So it's you guys who are fat, not me. Evan the movie star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do people ever say yeah. like, hey, there's turtle from Entourage or anything like that? To me? No, nobody ever says turtle from Entourage, especially since he lost weight. But I get Philip Seymour Hoffman all the time, which I actually yeah. don't mind because he's my favorite actor. Um, I get, uh, I get like a lot of like, um, like you could have been it, you could have been the fat guy in 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 um, the Mighty Ducks. Oh, you kind of been Goldberg or stuff too, like huh? that. Thank you. That's what I said. <laughs> I said to you. Yeah, I get a lot of. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, I get James Corden all the time. Oh, that's brutal. He sucks. You know, yeah, he kind of does suck, doesn't he? Um, yeah. I love his hilarious bit, Carpool Karaoke. That's such a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I remember people got pissed off because they saw like the behind the scenes of how they do that. And it's literally like a car being like <laughs> in a trailer or like being like whatever towed by like a truck with cameras yeah. and people were like what the fuck they're not actually driving it's like no of course not they like you ever see justin bieber like hold the steering wheel in that yeah yeah and they're like oh man next thing you're gonna tell me is that ellen's not nice what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh my god except people tell me all the time like my mom's friends like you should work for ellen and i'm like no it does not sound like a good time her crew does not seem happy <laughs> Yeah, well, it's like, um, like, it, it, you like sometimes family members, especially if they're not in the industry. I'm lucky that half of my family is in in the industry, but like they don't understand that like that's not how it works. So they'll be like, "Why don't you just write an email to Steven Spielberg, tell him that you'll work for free for a couple months, and you could like protege underneath them?" And you're like, "That yep. that that's not that that's not a thing." Nope. It's not a thing, or they attribute like the fact that you're not more successful to the idea that you like you aren't working hard enough, and it's like oh, you don't understand. God. This industry is not about how hard you work; it's about whose dick you suck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I've sucked some dicks. 
let me tell you. I used to have a therapist. I was just like, I was like, man, things are great for me. I wrote this new pilot and blah, blah, blah. And I got an award from blah, blah, blah. And he'd be like, why don't you just pitch to Hulu? And I'm like, no, that's not how it works, dude. <laughs> I can't just like call them up and be like, hey, I have a great idea. Buy, buy hey, you it. need a therapist who's you need a therapist who's also an aspiring screenwriter to fully understand your problems. <laughs> and then steal my ideas. The, yeah, yeah. But then you'd be like, Yeah, I just wrote this pilot, and they'd be like, Oh, you know what? I just wrote a pilot too. It's about <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hate that shit where you're trying to tell somebody about an idea and they're like, oh, you know what? I just did something. Or, or you know what the worst is? Is when you tell somebody about something that is completed and finished and you've written it and they're like, you know what? That reminds me of this. And you're like, God oh. damn it. Don't do that shit. It's so annoying. Mm-hmm. I hate that. You got to be like, well, tonally, it's actually very different tonally because, like, that's more of a dark comedy. This is more of like a broad comedy. You know, I, I get that the ideas are sort of similar. And you just have to fucking justify your unoriginality to them. It fucking sucks. That shit, man. <laughs> yeah, People dude. be tripping. Being a screenwriter is so hard, dude. It's so hard. I, yeah. yeah. I, I need to get back into the swing of things. I feel like. There's a, a my process is a lot of just kind of daydreaming for like months on end, and then I'll just like crush it like hard. I'll just get so into it. I'll be having so much fun. The pages are flying. I'm going. I'm getting better every day, and then I finish the draft, and then I just like sit, whoa, cool smoke rings, and then I'll just like sit on it and then tell myself it's awful, and then that's where uh, yeah that's how it goes. My process is like I open up fade in. I write int dot, and then I'm like, I should probably jerk off right now. So then I jerk <laughs> off, and then I open up fade in, and I'm like, interior, uh, office space, uh, day. Then I'm like, George, is that his? O-? And then I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm gonna put this down for a second. I, I gotta jerk off again, and then I jerk <laughs> off again, and then and then I just do that continuously till I've written like. 15 20 words and then i close fade in and i go that's a good day that's a good day's work baby <laughs> yeah or it's like hey you know what inspire me uh smoking some pot and then it's like hey you know what i'm really good at when i'm stoned call of duty and then there goes your day <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly that's that's one thing i like about the podcast is that it it's you know um we do put effort into the podcast but the actual doing of this podcast is always enjoyable i always like doing it you know like some of the other shit is annoying like we're having some issues with our rss feed and like getting everything together and shit like that that yeah and we're getting sued by multiple chinese companies we don't want to get into it right now and that's just annoying enjoy the app you cut out a little bit there what who are we getting sued by multiple chinese companies but oh fuck my internet's unstable you hear me dog it's okay it's okay yeah i can hear I you better now that's fine dude it's all good uh, yeah we're getting sued by yeah. yakuza oh my um, god so we're random. gonna i know the yakuza called us and they were like oh i was about to do a really offensive chinese accent and then decided not to um hey, see the my shirt, yakuza bro? called this unfortunately this isn't how they it's a dog. Um, it's from the shiny. What is that? 
It's that bear thing that blows oh. that guy in The Shining. That's that good movie, right? Yeah, with the hotel. Hey, I'm not doing any offensive accents, so you don't have to worry about what I'm about to say. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Sorry, somebody I... said on our... Uh... What did somebody you say? You know what somebody said when we... When we pushed the podcast out the other day, mm-hmm. somebody wrote underneath my Facebook post about it. They said, so what? Is this just come town? Oh my God. And I was like, well, I was like, no. And then I said a little joke. I was like, neither of us have said the N word once. It's nothing like come town. And then he responded, zero out of 10 will not watch. <laughs> Wait. So if we said, oh, yeah, this is come town, he'd be like, great. <laughs> Fuck my ass into pieces. Yeah, or if we said the N-word, this is my, yeah, Um, so I guess we're going to be less successful and less relevant than Come Town because we don't say the N-word. Yeah. That doesn't sound right. I feel like we should be more successful. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, we want this show to be lighthearted and fun and, like, um, I think for some previous episodes when we were just like recording for fun, I was trying to be too too edgy, and like I just don't. It's actually just not me. I'm just trying to recreate people that I admire, and that's mm-hmm. that's not good for comedy whatsoever. Nor is it like particularly funny when you don't really stand behind something and you're saying it. You know, right. uh, shout out to everybody doing. Sh- shout out to everybody doing it. And I'm not saying I'm not going to say like crazy fucked up shit. I will. But like, I gotta actually believe in it to say it and feel it, you know. So mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah, open up. There you emotionally. go. Yeah, I guess people do think we're copying Come Town because our name is Stud City, but I don't remember us ever having a conversation about that. We just like the name Stud City. It literally came to me. It was like that scene in Boogie Nights. It came to me in a dream, and it was in solid gold block letters, Stud City. And then I sat on it for a day and I'm like, you know what, Bo, what about Stud City? And he was like, print. That's the name. That's the name. Yeah, and, I, and it also gives a little credit to our hometown, Van City. You know, it's a little bit of <laughs> it's a little bit of a double entendre. Yeah. Is that what a double entendre is? Yeah, it's a double tarantula uh, because we're also not handsome. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're handsome, <laughs> I'm getting man. both handsome. You're handsome. No, you, you got, you, we're, no, I'm not handsome. You're handsome. You're the most yeah. handsome guy I've ever seen in my life, man. You're my friend. That's Whoa. how I feel about all my friends. God damn. Yeah, no worries, worries, dude. I'm gonna be a bit handsomer soon. I I start fucking around. Um, Bo thinks it's a scam and a pyramid scheme, but a drum roll, please. I am back on the ketogenic diet. And oh, my oh God, yeah, that is a scam. I am dreaming about onion rings already. Yeah. Um, here's the thing about the ketogenic diet is that you can lose weight on it, but it is still calories in, calories uh, calories out. So you're depriving yourself of things like carbs for really no reason. And you eat way less because you're eating incredibly, incredibly calorie-dense food. So what yeah, happens? And high fat. Is that you end up in high fat. So you can have like three pieces of bacon and half an avocado. And like, that's your calories for the day, you know? So watch out, man. It's a pyramid scheme. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's a Joe Rogan pyramid scheme. Yeah. Um, one time, uh, speaking oh, of getting more handsome, you, I don't know if I told you a story, but one time I was on keto and I fainted at a concert. Did I tell you about this? Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, that's a pyramid scheme type of thing. <laughs> that's iron deficiency. But yeah. on to the next thing. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, speaking of becoming more handsome, do you notice anything different about me? You got a beard. You look. Um, you I'm look looking like at you the lost camera. weight. Do you notice anything different about me? Did you get your nose pierced? No. Nope. Did you get anything? your eyebrows? Do you done? notice anything? Okay, yes. wait, hold on. Did you do a skin face mask? No, I had a woman over and she did it for me. Nice. Your skin does look clear, man. How does this one look? look That's that. great. Wow, your brows look actually pretty stellar. Yep. That's really nice. I did a TikTok about them today. Yeah. Oh, sick. I got the Eugene I did actually Levy's literally for life. Yeah, you got nice thick brows, dude. You don't need to do anything with those, but just bl- just thank God every morning when you wake up for the genetic gifts that he blessed you with, you know? I got to shave this unibrow every once in a while. That's about it. Supposedly you're not supposed to shave it. Supposedly you're supposed to burn it off with a lighter. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You're supposed to pluck it. Oh, I just use the same razor for everything. Wink. Really? Yeah. Oh, gross! So you do it down there, and then you do it up there, or do you do it up there, and then down there? I don't do it down there anymore. Let's just get real. Because you know what? I'm so fucking hairy that I look like a dog that just came back from the vet. <laughs> What's the point? Are you? Re- <laughs> I'm incredibly hairy all over. My shoulders are. Fucked. I got really. Oh yeah. I don't have a single shoulder hair. Oh, dude. It's like a rug. I, I'm walking around. I didn't get I didn't get uh, body hair till I was 25. <laughs> I'm not I'm not joking. Really? And and I called my friend Yeah, I called my friend Alex about it cuz I noticed that I had some hair on my chest and some hair on my nipples. And I was like, "Alex, I I got body hair." And he said that that's totally normal. It's called second puberty. <laughs> Wait, so what do you have just like a treasure trail? So I got like a little treasure trail. I got some hair around my nips and I got like some hair in the center, like in my sternum area. Uh-huh. And yeah, so I'm hairy now, but I didn't get a single body hair till I was 25. So if any kids out there are wondering why they haven't gotten body hair, it's because you're not 25. Hmm. I think if we get 100 five-star reviews on Apple podcasts, we'll do an episode shirtless. That's a great idea. Hey, hey, how about this? If we get a hundred five star reviews on Apple Podcasts, I will hire a woman to come here and she will full body wax me on the podcast. Whoa. For real. I'm putting it out there right now. We need a hundred five star reviews. Okay. Yeah. Did you see the good review we got from Not Bo Bennett? <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah. Please remind I, me what it said. <laughs> it said, uh, this podcast is actually okay. Five stars, baby. Yeah. <laughs> From a guy named Not Bo Bennett. So it c- oh, couldn't have been me reviewing my own you. podcast. No. I have not commented on our own ratings. My my name that I have is kind of fucked up. I don't want to say what it is, but 
It's a funny. It's a rando. It's a funny random name. That sometimes I just comment on people's podcasts that I know. And I'll um, copy and paste um, comments from or reviews from the Joe Rogan experience. So people are like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? I have one episode. (laughs) (laughs) You just find podcasts that only have one episode and then you fucking. (laughs) Yeah, but it's usually people I like. Like if it's a friend that released a podcast, I'll just go in and comment. And it's definitely not my name. And I'll just copy and paste something from Joe Rogan. Oh, from his it'll reviews. be like it'll be like it'll be like it's less likely there aren't aliens than there are aliens don't you think <laughs> you yeah. just copy and paste that <laughs> yeah i'm that's so a good glad prank, they brought man. alex jones on five stars <laughs> yeah that's a good prank dude that's fucking funny I, lo- I love pranks man i love pranking people i love getting pranked i just love it man yeah have you ever I done a good prank? pranks where it's like a positive spin like i'm giving people five stars and leaving a review and it's vaguely positive <laughs> it's just weird as fuck which makes it funny <laughs> that's hilarious dude um you know i was supposed to tell a very important story today on the podcast but i think we'll tease it for next episode we've got like that 10 sound? minutes you want to keep going i'm well, we got five minutes, and I'm not going to do it on today's podcast, but I'm going to tease that I have a J.O. story mm. oh, that is right. heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. I have a J.O. story that is heartbreaking. <laughs> it's beautiful. It'll make some people cry, and it is wholesome all in one story, and it is potentially the best J.O. story of all time. So I'm looking forward <laughs> to telling my 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 J.O. story on the next podcast episode. Who knows? Know. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe um, I'll tell one of my J.O. stories. I got one that's a... Uh, um, I don't know how people feel about it. It could be depressing. could be sad. It could be like, Cody, please stop. I've got another J.O. story that I could that I got in the barrel. So why don't you tell yours, and then I'll tell my J.O. story. Oh, okay. This one's awful. Well, <sighs> let's just finish the podcast with a couple J.O. stories, and then the fans will be. <laughs> we'll finish. Strong. This is why people. This is why people tune in. So, uh, okay. So a thing about guys when they're um, jacking is sometimes it's a dry jack. Sometimes there's a, like a lubricant involved. Now. When I was a teenager, I discovered like um, like lotions and stuff, whatever, you're good. But then I started experimenting <laughs> in, in the downstairs of my parents' house I was living at, at the time. I'm a teenager, and um, there was a downstairs bathroom, and they collected like little um, mini like shampoo and conditioners that you kind of steal from like hotels. And I was like, I wonder yeah. what this would do because nobody's using it. Nobody's going to miss it. So I was using like <laughs> tiny little bottles of sh- like conditioner and it like dried my shit out so bad that like all the skin <laughs> died. And it was like when a snake what? loses its skin. <laughs> <laughs> I have like a little scar on one end. <laughs> <laughs> All the skin. <laughs> this is 
skin. <laughs> it was like a, a reborn dick. <laughs> <laughs> that is so disgusting. The visual. <laughs> oh, uh, that is fucking disgusting. But you were I'm building so up a tolerance. Sorry. That's what's important, you know? Yeah, I built a tin. Oh, that is disgusting. <laughs> oh my god! And then, so like, uh, I don't know if my story. <laughs> I'd be like, you don't want to see my fucked up dick. <laughs> oh, <there you laughs> <go>. <laughs> that is so fucking gross. Okay, okay. So, so between the ages of eleven and thirteen, I lived with my grandparents, Jonathan and oh, I won't say their name. Well, whatever. Jonathan and Jillian okay. Bennett. And they're both very, very high fluent people. My grandpa was an Oxford, was a Cambridge um, philosophy professor. My grandpa was Holy a psycho, shit. my grandma was a psych, psychotherapist. Wow. And so they're very high fluent people and they're very lovely, caring, low key people as well. They have great personalities. So I don't want to act like they're fucking Corella DeVille or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I was at the age where I was learning about dry jacking, yeah. a term that you so eloquently put. And I used to watch, <laughs> I used to watch these striptease videos down in my room, like late at night, like two o'clock in the morning, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and I used to watch them on on um, you know school nights, like whenever I wanted to, I would kind of sneak out of bed and go onto my computer and dry jack. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I was in the middle of a particularly furious dry jack session. And I just, no footsteps whatsoever. Like, my grandma must have been assassins creeding this shit. My door just opened, and my grandma just, I span around in my office chair, and my grandma just saw my dick in my hand. Strip teases in the background on my fucking Windows 98 computer. Oh. And just like, oh, and I like ran into bed, and my grandma was like, go to bed, go to bed right now, go to bed. And so I like crawled into bed, obviously finished myself off. And I woke up the next morning, like just frozen with anxiety. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I walked up, I walked up into the living room and my grandma always had breakfast out for me. And it was like any other day, my breakfast was made and my grandma sat at the table right across from me. And I knew the conversation was happening and I didn't know what she was going to say. And my grandpa said to me, my grandma said to me, she said, Bo, I just want you to know that your grandfather masturbates, your father masturbates, but they go to bed on time, god damn it. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, this is Stud City, the podcast for literally everybody. We're the fuck out. Peace. Peace, man.